Well, happy Father's Day, Canterbury Gardens. It's a privilege to be invited to some, come and speak with you for this very special Father's Day weekend. Mm. Uh, we've been part of the Canterbury Gardens community for about... Two and a half years, I think. And, and we love it. We've been f made to feel very, very welcome. Yeah. It was one yeah. of the best decisions we've made. Yeah, and, and we love it. And as I said, it's been an honour to be invited to come and speak with you today. And we know there might be some people who maybe have just discovered us. They're scrolling in their Facebook feeds and, and thought, what's this? Welcome to you. But you may have been tagged by a friend and, and a big welcome to you, but a big welcome to all of those who are watching this via YouTube or wherever you may be watching it, because uh, we're going to be speaking about something that's so, so important, yeah. and that's the Father's heart of God. And uh, a little bit about our family. Yeah. Well, this is our family. <laughs> They're our crazy family. We've been married for 30, 30 years, years continuously. So we've got 60 years of marriage experience. <laughs> and uh, we've got three sons, Taylor, Lachlan and Cameron. And uh, our eldest got married about two and a half years ago. Yeah. And along with his wife, gave us a grandson. And this is <sighs> Judah. <laughs> Uh, during COVID, we've been actually really missing him. And uh, fortunately, through modern technology, we get sent updates of videos. This one, uh, a photo arrived in our inbox today. Yes. And uh, we're really, really missing <laughs> it him. It melts our heart, you know, with your own children. It's so exciting. and But then they give you grandchildren. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my heart. And it's it's just so beautiful. So we get updates. And if we don't get an update each day, we a message and say, Where's the video for today? Mm. We need to see what's happening. So it's really lovely. And we love working for an organisation called Focus on the Family Australia, yeah. where we're going to talk about how to strengthen families and relationships. And if we can be at any service to you, do not hesitate to contact us because we love the family. Yeah. And um, so before we get started, Kate, would you like to pray for us? I would. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you that we can set aside this morning to spend time with you. Lord, particularly on this Father's Day, we ask that you be with each person. Uh, this day could be a really difficult time for some. But Lord, as we speak about your Father heart, uh, we ask that each person is able to open their heart to hear what the truth is about them from their Father. We ask that his words replace any words that have caused wounds. And Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit touch each person who's listening today. And Lord, we ask that you be with us and that the words that come from us are yours too. Help us to be able to speak what you want to be heard. Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, what do you think when you hear the word Father? I mean, obviously, we've got different ex um, experiences. There's mm. our biological and earthly father. And you might have an adoptive father. You might have a foster father. There might be the father of the faith yeah. or just general father figures. Yeah. And often we could have either positive experiences. And, and you can think when you say the word father, it could be tenderness. It could be uh, kindness. It could be thoughtful and compassion. And then, unfortunately, some people have a completely different picture. Mm. And then there's others that have actually lost their fathers. And in fact, both of us have lost our fathers over 10 years ago. And mm. we would have been celebrating Brett's dad's birthday today. today. So he was a great man of God. And for us, it was heartbreaking because we pictured both my dad and Brett's speaking into our son's lives. 
uh, as they got older, and particularly in their teenage years mm. when they're walking through some really tough stuff. And so it, that, that picture wasn't realised for us. So we went to God and we said, well, this isn't a surprise to you. Mm. And uh, so we prayed for godly mentors to come into our boys' lives. I mean, yes, as parents, we're very pivotal in our boys' lives, but we also want other people speaking into their lives as well, as it takes a community to raise a child. Mm -hmm. And so we've been praying for that, and all our boys ended up with godly men speaking into their lives. Change their world. Change their world, and we are so grateful to God for filling that gap. And often our experiences of our earthly or biological father can give you a distorted view of our heavenly father. Even if you've had a positive experience, we as humans fall infinitely short of that. And what we want to talk about is how God the father Mm. feels and thinks about you. So whatever your journey has been or whatever your experience is right now, We want to present the truth of the Father heart of God, of what he says about you. Mm. And so we want to start by just looking at the nature of God, don't we? He's just a beautiful, loving, heavenly Father. So you are valued. You are accepted. So good. You are chosen. You are loved. And you are his creation. You are not a mistake. And in Psalm 139, for you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know them full well. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they were all written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts of me. O God, how great is the sum of them. Fantastic. (laughs) I mean, imagine just knowing that our Heavenly Father thinks that about us. We are precious in his sight. You are seen and you are intimately known. You are forgiven all the things that we do wrong and he promises to forgive us. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You have an eternal, eternal inheritance with him and nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of God. There are no bounds There are no, oh, but if you've done this, then I can't forgive you. Yeah. Or you'll be separated from me for eternity. He has promised that there is nothing that can separate us. And I know there are some people right now going, he he can't love me. Yeah. You can't believe what I've done. But you can't separate sins. You can go, oh, they gossiped. You know, that's nothing. Mm. But I've done this. But he promises, it's a promise, that when we give our heart to the Lord, there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. And in Romans 8, 36 to 39, 
Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ Jesus who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the power of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. What a promise. <laughs> so I think that's, promise. that settles it. <laughs> that's clear. That settles it. Unfortunately, though, it is our sin, the things that we do wrong, that does separate us from God. But God had a plan and he sent his son Jesus. Mm. And he came to this earth to give us life and life to its full. Yeah. But a lot of people are not living that life to their full. Mm. And we hope that you'll open up your heart and mind and think and consider yeah. the Father's heart and what he thinks about you. And he loves you dearly. Yeah. And unfortunately, in our day and age, life can be so busy and we've got so many excuses of why we can't you know, connect with one another as husband and wife or with our kids. But our Heavenly Father is always wanting to have a, yeah. relation, a relationship with you and an intimate relationship with you. But to do that, we need to have a clearer idea or, or an understanding or a vision of who God is, the Father's God is. The Father's heart. The Father's heart, that's the right, the of, Father's heart. Yeah. When I was about 10 years of age, I wanted to uh, go to the Royal Melbourne show and my mum and dad <laughs> uh, said, yes, we're going to go to the Royal Melbourne show. Well, when we went to the Royal Melbourne show, uh, I was so excited because I wanted to go on all the rides. I wanted to eat all the junk food, get all the show bags. And I was so looking forward to it. And when we got there, my dad said, we're going to the dog show. <laughs> I thought, the dog show? I don't want to go to the dog show. It's boring and it smells. He goes, no, 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 we're going to the dog show. And I'm all right, as a good obedient husband, uh, yeah. son as I was. So I went in there and he, and I, and I was, had probably a, the right I, attitude. I had a really poor attitude. <laughs> and he said to me, Brett, just have a look at the dogs and then have a look at their owners. Well, that whole, it was like a ride in itself. My <laughs> eyes were open and I saw so many dogs and their owners. And so I thought I'd better do a little bit of a Google of some of dogs and their owners. Yeah. And, and many of you may be dog lovers. and uh, So we're and, sorry. Yeah. But here are a few photos that will explain what it is. So if you've got long red hair, you might get a dog like that. Or you might get a, a, a dog that looks like this. And if you've got a poodle, that would be one way of looking at it. Uh, then you might actually have um, well, this one with the the long hair and but this is my favorite and uh, and, and I apologize for oh, sorry that is my favorite I don't know what's over <laughs> my PowerPoint this is my favorite and uh, I tell you what it, it, and this is what I saw when I went to the Royal Melbourne show but now Kate and I have been married and we've had the privilege of having three sons and uh, these three sons 
look a little bit like me. They've they got, do. <laughs> uh, Kate and my DNA. They do. And so it, they have some physical attributes of us, probably more me than Kate. Yep. But they also pick up our other mannerisms and behaviours, our values, our beliefs. Yeah. Sometimes the good and sometimes they're not so good. <laughs> I won't take offence. <laughs> but what we really would like and desire for them is to look more like God. Mm. It says in Genesis, and yeah. many of you will know this, we start at the very beginning. Yeah. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So take a moment, just, just think about that. We have been made in the image of God. Now, it may not be the physical attributes of God, but we have access to his attributes. And that's what our, our desire for you and I to have and to convey that is that we have access to the attributes of God because we are made in his image. So that's what we really want to look at today because not only do we want to look more like our Heavenly Father, when we look like our Heavenly Father, then we can behave like our Heavenly Father. Yeah. And we want to do that for other people. So that's, you know, the two, the two main commandments is to love God and love others. Yeah. So if we can learn about the heart of God, then take that on for ourselves and then be able to express that to others. Yeah, very And good. so we're going to look at six of those today and what the Word says. I mean, there's so many says. we could talk about. There's oh, there hundreds are. of different ways that God is referred to in the Bible. Oh. And uh, But we thought you'd want to get to lunch, and so we decided <laughs> we'll just look at six. Yeah, so we thought we'd look at six. So God is. God is loving. See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. God is kind so that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourself it is the gift of God. Or do you show contempt of the riches of his kindness forbearance and patience, not realising that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance. That's so good. So important. Yeah. Compassionate. God is compassionate. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. We and aren't, that. aren't we grateful for mm. that? Mm. Because, you know, the number of mistakes we make, Yeah. we need him to be compassionate towards us. God is forgiving. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Amen for that. God is caring. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And God is faithful. The Lord's loving kindnesses indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. We are made in God's image, and we should take these attributes on because 
if we do, we can love fully. Mm. If we don't know the Father heart of God, we are demonstrating love the human way. Yeah. The, the, we, we're flawed, very flawed. And the only way we can truly love the way God loves is if we are tapped in to the Father heart of God. Yeah. And we're not only made in his image, as it says in 2 Corinthians 5.20, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were making an appeal through us. Just imagine that for a moment. Not only are we made in the image of God, he, and, and despite our flaws, despite all of our frailties, despite all the things that we do wrong, yeah. he actually still says, you are my image bearers. But he also goes on to say that you are my ambassadors, which means we represent him wherever we are, in our homes, in our neighbourhood, in our workplace, in our schools, and in the church. We represent yeah. him wherever we may go to be all those things, to be loving, to be kind, to be compassionate, I'm just gonna, forgiving. I just want to share a story, quick story. Oh, um, by all means. <laughs> because sometimes, you know, we go, oh, how do we do that? How, how do we demonstrate that? And so one day, this is about Brett, and so he's not going to tell the story, but I can. Um, one day we're at the shops and there was a severely disabled young lady in a wheelchair uh, with her father. And Brett went over, we were just walking along, and Brett walked over and started a conversation with her. And he chatted away, and I'm standing there, and I'm going to get teary, and I'm going, that's, that's a God heart. That's a father's heart. And as he left and he came back to me and I said, did you see that father? He looked at me and I was crying. And he said, what, what? <laughs> and I said, did you see that father? And I said, his heart was so touched by your warmth for his daughter, for seeing her, not her disability, for seeing her. And we need to, we, that's representing our Heavenly Father because He sees us, our heart, who we are, and Brett's kindness and compassion on this beautiful girl in a wheelchair. But it, it warmed the heart of the father because the father just wants his daughter to be seen. And so that's, that's what we've got to be doing. We need to be mirroring our father's heart to other people. Well, that's a very good story. <laughs> but, <laughs> very both, good story. Both of us crying. But, yeah, and it was just such a perfect example mm. of that kind and loving and compassionate side yeah. of the Heavenly Father being displayed just in a shopping centre. So simple mm. to just walk up and see a person for who they really are. And, and we have that, that opportunity every day yeah. to, as I said, oh, to be kindness, show <laughs> kindness and compassion and forgiving and caring and and. And caring. This church community is incredibly caring. Mm. And uh, we have been blessed as a couple, as yeah. a family. And, uh, and we hope that we can be a blessing to others yeah. during this time. But as I said, we fall woefully short of being like God or being his yeah. image bearers. But we, our desire is to be more loving and kind and compassionate and forgiving and caring and, and more faithful. And we will never be perfect this side of eternity, mm. but we're aiming towards that. Yeah. I mean, the greatest commandment is yeah. to love God, 
And as our vertical relationship with God grows, it enables us to love others horizontally. Yeah, as we were saying before, which is so important. And look, we don't know exactly what each person is walking through or has walked through. Uh, we all have been on a journey of some kind. Yeah. Um, and there are ups and downs and there are some really hurtful um, memories that people have of their childhood yeah. uh, that are attached to fathers. And father wounds. Father wounds. And so all God is asking as is that you are prepared to give those wounds to him and he will heal them. Mm. It, it sounds simple, but you can trust him with it. He is your safe yeah. space. Yeah. Um, we're going to go up and down in, in our lives, but he just wants to journey that with us and be with us. In Psalm 62, 8, it says, Trust in him at all times. Oh, all people, times. all times. Especially COVID times and times prior to COVID and post-COVID. Trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. He is our safe place. And he wants us to go to him. I mean, we've been looking at lamentations. He wants us to go and lament. He Because that means we're wanting to have a relationship with him. He doesn't care that you come with all baggage. your baggage. He wants your baggage. He, yeah. He's asking you to bring your baggage. And then from there, you, we move to hope because he can restore us. Yeah. In Psalm 68, 5 to 7, that God is a father to the fatherless, defender of widows. This is God whose dwelling is holy. God places the lonely in families. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. So good. And maybe you're hearing this message about a heavenly father and you're saying, oh my goodness, life is pretty tough. But you know what? I want a heavenly father who loves me. I want to have a relationship with that heavenly father. He sounds amazing. And if he can forgive me, then I want a relationship with him. So we really encourage you to get in contact with one of the pastors um, at Canterbury Gardens uh, so they can walk you through how to do that because we want to encourage you that regardless of your experiences, those, those wounds can be healed and your Heavenly Father can be your source of true love, the perfect Father son or daughter yeah. relationship well we hope you have a wonderful father's day and maybe as we said you may have lost your father or you have got an absent father whatever it is we hope that you can actually show appreciation to the father figures in your life mm. and so today we want to close with a love letter from god This is God's love letter to you. My child, you may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up, I am familiar with all your ways. Even the very hairs on your head are numbered. 
for you were made in my image. In me you have life and move and have your being, for you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You are not a mistake, for your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who do not know me. I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you. Simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could. For I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand. For I am your provider and I meet all your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope. Because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts towards you are countless as the sands on the seashore. And I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you. For you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and with all my soul. And I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart. For it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more than you could possibly imagine. For I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe, wipe away every tear from your eyes and I will take away all the pain 
you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father and I love you even as I love my Son Jesus. For in Jesus my love for you is revealed. For in Jesus my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came, he can demonstrate that I am for you, not against you. And to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son, Jesus, you receive me. And nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I will throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? I'm waiting for you. Love your dad, almighty God.